you've never been invited back to a UKIP party conference. Well, that and uh, you're not a racist bigot. Those, the, I mean, that is one of the the better reasons why I've not been invited back. That and the fact that I tried to wear Nigel Farage as a human skin coat. <laughs> oh my word! That would be an awful coat. Wrinkled leather. I mean, yeah, his pelt would be worth a fortune. It's, People would pay for that pelt. <laughs> it smells like damp chamois cloth. And stale cigarette smoke. Like Super Kings. Do you remember Super Kings? The worst cigarette in the world. It smells like our childhood. It, what, slightly dodgy and beer soaked? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Welcome! Hello! To Paracetamol Headache! We are a group of idiots who do not know what we're doing. <laughs> and have made an absolute killing at it. Yeah, uh, Andy's girlfriend has gone out and we found a microphone and we've just pressed record and we're going to see what happens. Everything in the next half hour could be uh, a absolute shambles, but yeah. we're here to absolutely live for it. Just to make you aware, we will not be editing this in any way. Everything you hear is what has been said into the microphone. This is a live, unedited recording, and Andy started off with his wanting to wear Nigel Farage as a skin suit. Yes, and it's taken us exactly, I think, 24 hours to actually press record on a podcast. It has. However, well, we've had a sexy time. Oh, it's been very Hang sexy. on, hang on. We haven't had sex. We just had fun times. Like, well, I mean, you say fun. I don't like blue balls. <laughs> and I like lottery balls. The way that you have been fiddling around the subject and just leading me down the garden path has left me somewhat frustrated. You haven't led me up the garden path in years. I know. Anyway. Who are you? <laughs> I, I, I'm, Andy and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, we've, since we were seven... Seven. Uh, we're now eight, so it's been quite a while. <laughs> Mental age eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although we're deemed age-wise competent, yeah. Um, we we thought it'd just be fun to kind of do a podcast, put our thoughts down onto uh, electronic paper, as it were, and just see what escapes. I don't, I'll be honest with you. Uh, this is a paracetamol headache. It is a podcast about politics, life, comedy, whatever tickles our fancy. Yes, just the general. Um, not your perineum. Not your perineum. Don't, you don't like your, your perineum <laughs> don't being like tickled. My perineum being tickled. Fondled. Fondled lovingly. Caressed. Occasionally told it's pretty. Sometimes held ever so gently and just <laughs> made sure that I'm just, you know, secure in a kind of smooth, soft. It's a very bubble. smooth perineum. It is. Uh, not to be confused with peri-peri chicken, very no, different. Although it, it is muy caliente. Good God, do not put peri-peri chicken on my perineum. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse. To quote Johnny Cash, that would be a ring of fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's what? been it's been a, an interesting few weeks politically, hasn't it? Let's. Should we talk about the elephant in the room? Oh, there's an elephant um, in the room. Uh, Boris Johnson. <laughs> What a prick. <laughs> There's been a lot going on. I can't even hear his name anymore that I know. The grey-fleshed, puffy, non-child-acknowledging, quote-unquote, former Prime Minister. Um, that he was has... actually Prime Minister. Yeah, he was. There was there was actually a period of time where we actually voted that pleb in. Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't. I, well, no, I'm not responsible but for as, it. As uh, a, a small percentage of people largely many of whom will be dead now because it was quite an old crowd that voted him in. Um, he's obviously now no longer the Prime Minister since he went out, 
We've we've had two more. What? Yeah, Liz Truss, the lettuce. Um, we've only had two prime ministers since Boris Johnson. Yeah, and and Rishi Rishi Sunak. It honestly feels like a, an age ago that Boris Johnson was in charge. And and now he's come back for that tricky extra, you know, next season where he has got to convince a group of people that he did not lie about parties. Oh my goodness. So um, I was I was actually relaxing the other night at home watching um, an episode of Gogglebox, and they did a um, a kind of a recollection of the last um, like six months no. of of the news, and um, in that recollection um, there was there was the the period of time kind of from when Boris Johnson had left the uh, the illustrious halls of Number Ten. Uh, and then all of the um, shit-smirking dipshits that have followed him into power and out of power since. And all the people on Gogglebox literally had looks on their faces like they'd just gone through, like, traumatic PTSD recollection therapy. Oh, my word. Can you just, it's horrendous. And I sat here with my girlfriend on my sofa, and we were watching it, and we were like... In a really jovial mood, and by the end of that segment of Gogglebox... just depressing. I was depressed beyond words. That... Ladies and gentlemen, is a state of our country. This is a man who led us, albeit through a very tricky period in the world's history, where a char- a, uh, a a kind of traumatic epidemic was ripping through the the world, um, unless you believe the conspiracy nutters, um, and devastating families and life. It was truly horrendous. Just uh, obviously epoch making in, and in terms of like world politics and just like the world the world in general a a once in a generation epidemic yeah. i mean the nonsense that these politicians it's a poison chalice i would not have wanted that job sometimes um, i have this moment where i kind of sit around and i think about being english is very much like being a watered down caffeine free diet version of americans like yeah. we're trying to emulate their politics we're trying to emulate their kind of weird right-wing psyche. I mean, he's even copying Trump's homework in this. He just will not go away. The blonde, the ginger Watsit has managed to rear his head because he was caught dipping his wick into a young lady of um, the adult industry who uh, and, and then paid her to shut up about it. And it's, it's, more, it's, more, it's more the uh, horrendous... Uh, disassociation with facts that yeah. annoys me more than anything, and uh, and the 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 copying of Trump's playbook of are you going to accept the outcome of this panel? I don't know. I'll wait and see. I'll wait all... to see what results there will be. Basically, before I make a decision whether or not I'm going to actually listen to what you're saying, if or... you don't like it, uh, if I don't like what you've what you've decided. Fuck off! I'm not. I'm not interested. Disavow it every time. Yeah, and then I will go wah 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 on Twitter because uh, Trump. I know you like to listen to us. Boris is still allowed on Twitter. I know you allowed back, but let's be honest, you probably shouldn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, that someone is copying someone's homework here because both of you, apart from being utter pricks, um, yeah, it's just. I mean, this is the man that was singing ABBA the night before the Queen's husband's funeral. 
in which, and I bear in mind, I will make it very clear, I'm not a royalist. Okay. They're all German, inbred, not that there's anything wrong with being German, inbred... Not that there's anything wrong with being inbred. <laughs> uh, kind of scabs. They do nothing for this country. Ah, oh, but they're bringing tourism. No, they don't. You've got a sweaty nonsense of brother King Charles, and, uh, sorry, 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 alleged... That is no way to talk about Prince Edward. He's done wonders for this <laughs> Prince history. Edward is a lovely man. Had he not have done It's a Royal Knockout, we would not have had one of the greatest comedy moments of the 90s. <laughs> We're the convicted nuns! Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Sorry, Prince Andrew, I know, I know you get sweaty about these things. Um, alleged nuns. You know, you are freeloading scabs. Anyway, but the How Queen... How do you really feel, though, Phil? <laughs> I don't, I don't What's your actual opinion but on them? The Queen had one... She could have just rode roughshod over the rules and gone, Fuck off, I'm going to sit with my family. She didn't. She was an example to the country at a time when her grief made her the most vulnerable and you sat there and fucking sang winner takes it all, you blonde testicle prick. Are we talking about Boris now or myself? Yeah, 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 Boris. Okay, cool. You're not a prick. Okay, well, Boris. You're a prick, it's lovely. Um, no, just, it's the blonde testicle line, which was confusing me. Uh, yours are shaved, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm so glad that you pay attention to these things. I throw these little tests you know, just to see if you're actually, you know. But uh, Boris Johnson, there's no nice way of saying it. Boris Johnson is a fucking prick. Right, let's go Let's go back to basics, okay? Let's just look at this as a. Uh, Let's, let's, let's just go back to the start. That is the start. Okay. I haven't started yet. I know, but this is episode one and already you're on a tirade. <laughs> we just need to rein you in a little bit, Phil. I'm just going to throw this fishing line no, in. No, I'm no. rein you in a little it's bit. It's episode one and I'm I've already, I've already called Prince there. Andrew a quote-unquote alleged nonce. I'm just going to put the catch there here and put a rock on it and you just you just chill your boots there, young I'm, I'm going to sit here and, and, and drink my Diet Coke. Oh, my goodness. Is that, is that what you're drinking? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I thought you were drinking the darkened souls of the Tory party there for a moment. They don't have souls. That's a good point. It's a good point. Pricks to the last one of them. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, I'll shut up now. So Carol. are you going to be voting for in the next election? Um, I, I thought I would vote uh, for Count Binface. Eh, wrong. There isn't going to be a next election. Welcome to the dictatorship that is Britain. We are the Democratic People's Republic of Great Britain. Do you really think they're going to let us have an election? No. You really think that Rishi, now that he's sitting in the throne of power, like a child in an adult's armchair, way too big for him, can't <laughs> even reach the sides, legs dangling he over. Is very he's very tiny, isn't he? He's very wee. He's very wee. He can get his suits from the child section at Asda. Not that he does go to Asda. I swear, look, look, let's just face, let's just be... Save on the VAT. I know he likes to dodge tax. <laughs> Sorry, allegedly. Was he paid? Like, did he pay... Uh, he just put a McDonald's voucher in, and they were fine with it. <laughs> Basically, it's not my money; it's my wife's. Yeah, uh, she's a uh, very. He's just a very... meat puppet for his wife. Oh my goodness, she's a meat puppet. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you said you wanted to wear the skin of Nigel Farage. Yeah, it's I true. think we'd all just like to see him skinned. Oh, not that I'm threatening that. I made that very clear. Oh, I'm threatening. If I ever meet you, Mr. Nigel Farage, I am going to wear you like a suit. I'm going to pop your eyes out and I'm going to wear you like a hoodie. I thought I'd met him once and it was just a kebab that someone had dropped. Oh. Do you know what I think? If we go back in time and we look at the, uh, the, the annals of history, everything could have been so much better had 
he have just not survived that light plane aircraft. Shit. Hey, look. We're all, look. We're all thinking about you. Put it, you put it, it down onto whatever this is, paper. For, for about 15 seconds, everyone, for a little while, thought Nigel Farage was like... They're, you know, kooky, crazy, but slightly balmy, enjoyable uncle. A bit like when um, Jacob Rees-Mogg used to go on um, uh, uh, that, that show, Have I Got News For You? Did he go on that? He went on it several times. But it's a bit like when Boris Johnson used to go on Have I Got News For You. Yeah, but Boris Johnson's funny when he does things like that because you can laugh at him, not with him. I think the idea is that you're laughing at the fact that finally he's falling into his own trap of celebrity. Ian Hislop. And Ian Hislop is holding him accountable for his own actions. But when... I mean, they could have Kim Jong-un hosting that show and he would be received better than Boris Johnson was. I'm pretty sure that Boris Johnson hosted Have I Got News For You. He did, yeah, several times. And so did uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah. This is where I'm saying, in America, okay, the cult celebrity has overtaken the cult of actually doing your job and providing for the people. Yeah. In the UK, we very much are following suit in this. Slowly. And we are slowly becoming diet caffeine-free America. It's just horrible. Like, why, why do politicians... Politicians' job is to be boring, dull, and acknowledge that it's a privilege to serve your constituents and your country. You're not supposed to be a celebrity. You should be faceless goons sat in the, the House of Commons doing your job. I mean, how, much, how many millions has that fucking anal fisher actually earned doing public speaking? The, the way it should run is a little bit like when I was uh, nine... I'm not a fan of Boris Johnson. You may have picked up his stuff. I'm getting, I'm getting the hint. When we were like nine, ten years old, I remember, I could remember who the Prime Minister was, who the leader of the opposition was, mm. and who the leader of the, maybe like two of the three uh, other parties were. Um, but you wouldn't know who the politicians were, no, unless it was your politician. No clue. had no clue. Maybe every now and again you'd pick up like Home Secretary or the, the Chancellor of the yeah. Exchequer. But you wouldn't. I couldn't have any recollection of who those people were when I was a child. They were just names. But now every single one of them is lining up to be a vacuous talent, like of of. of oh, my my dazzle and Matt is a good a good a good kind of indication of that. Whose political career was so shit because he murdered thousands in COVID, not by his own hands directly. He actually had to go and eat a kangaroo cock to try and repair, repair his public relations image. I don't understand why I need to understand who 30p Lee is. Why do I have to know who Lee oh, fucking Anderson is? Why does that person have to have any input into my life or my psychic space in any way, shape or form? Why must I have to sit here and suffer the indignity that is listening to that absolute talent vacuum? For, for the purpose of balance, Yes. I don't like Keir Starmer's hair. Fair enough. There we go. Balance. I don't like when Keir... Carry on. <laughs> I don't like Keir, Ta uh, Keir Starmer's uh, 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 voice. Um, but every now and again, when he talks, he makes sense and actually sounds a little bit like a politician from yonder years. As you may have picked up, we're, we're, we're not Tories. We're on the other side of the, of the dispatch box. Absolute disclosure. I was a card-carrying Labour member during the time of Corbyn. Joined the party because of Corbyn left the party because of Corbyn, mm. but will still vote Labour. I believe in Labour. But have friends in the Liberal Democrats yep. and the Green Party. Yep. And I am 
right now a refugee. Are you masturbating? I'm not. I'm oh, you're cleaning glasses. glasses. Sorry. I'm right now a refugee in the political spectrum, but very much of a liberal disposition. Yeah, I'm. To quote Michael uh, Michael Fabricant and his wonderful syrup, he's a social. He, what is it? A socially liberal Tory. Yes, that is um, three words that exist don't have any bearing with each other in a sentence. It just doesn't work, does it? That's like, like saying that I'm a peaceful uh, peaceful war monger or a um, military intelligence. I'm a or... vegetarian that likes bacon. Yes. It's, um, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so I mean we've obviously we've anyone, be you on the, the left or the right or somewhere in the middle of, of the, your political leanings, were aware of what has gone on with this hearing where Boris Johnson tried to talk his way out of the fact that he, on certainly in the eyes of the police, broke the law on one account. Um, there are many other occasions where he, and people were dying, said, my staff needed a morale boost, so he thought it was okay. <sighs> It wasn't. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to just bring it back. Just mm -hmm. calm it down a little bit. Let's I, goose for bar. Let's let's goose for bar. Goose for bar. Goose for bar. Goose for bar. It's very calm. It's a calming word. It's I a calming feel word. my. Yes, you need to pull it inside yourself. I mean, if I say it too much, I might relax and let a body burp out. Ooh, don't do that. Rondons. This is an audio. That would that would amplify. Yeah, clean pants as well. But let's go back to the uh, the wonderful times before COVID. Just touch my breast. I did touch your breast. I'm sorry, there was no consent there. No, there was. I, I know there is consent. There's always consent. There's unwritten consent. <laughs> it's like an underlying contract between the two of us. You may touch me. Intimate moments yeah. exist without needing to be vocalised. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Go back to those halcyon days before COVID. Before yeah. any of us knew what COVID was. Before before COVID nineteen. Back when COVID was just a word on a Domestos bottle yeah, that none yeah. of us paid any attention to. I just thought it was a waterproof jacket. I, yeah. C can you remember? That's a cuckoo, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this, these moments back in the day... You right? could go out and cough in each other's faces. Just fart lumps of phlegm straight into the face of an old lady. In a shop. Oh, God, you could just... You could just lick every handlebar you, you touch. You could rim a trolley. It just, was fine. I could just absolutely go to town on a door handle. <laughs> this is audio. You cannot just see what this man just did when he was talking about go to town. I, I can do a sound effect for you that will illustrate it. That's what? What was that? That was, that was, that was that sound. <laughs> right. So I'm so sorry. Stop. Yeah. Go back. Hammer time. Go back. Yeah. Jump into my. Shoot legit. Jump quit. into That's my custom my time machine. Yeah. And let us wander back just for. Four years hence. Four years. Okay? Yeah. In the time machine, you strapped in. Yeah. You ready? I am. Press this red button. I don't want to touch the red button. Press the red button. I pushed it. Ooh! Oh! Ooh. That is some Academy Award winning shit there. 2018. It is. 2018. It is. We've, we're two years past the big red bus with 350 million written on the side. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay. carry on. Okay. Trump. Trump happened. Yeah. He's still in power. He is. Okay. But he's an idiot and we can just ignore him. None of the bad, bad stuff's happening. No, there. no, we're not quite there yet. No, he's just he's just a spitting image. He's character. just an irritating orange tangerine. Bollock. Yeah. Okay? But can you feel the calmness in the air? I, I am calm, yeah. Yeah. Things are a little bit tense over in the pond. Yeah. You know, they're getting a little bit heads up and stuff. 
they're, they're always getting the yeah. same. The news, yeah. absolute washout, yeah. but can you smell that? I can smell the air, yeah. Yeah, that is a smell oh, of opportunity. Oh. Things could change in the next year or so. They could. Things could be wonderful. They could. We could have a wonderful, wonderful future where nothing but prosperity, glory. Twiglets. Twiglets. And then... I like Twiglets. The wrong bat meets the wrong pig in a market in Wuhan. So they say. So they say. And everything goes completely tits up. And then since then... Yeah. We have descended into what I like to call remake culture. Remake culture? Remake culture. Mm-hmm. We have ended up in a place in history where we are now trying to relive one of the single worst eras of all time. Mm-hmm. Take away the music. Yeah. Take away the films. Yeah. Take away the culture. Yeah. The 80s were shit. Yeah, they were. There was nothing pleasant in that sense in this post-covid era oh my we've come out right round we are now remaking the 80s please don't make me wear a shell suit again mate shell why suits would, why were they a good idea sit by heat source you laminated yourself it was it was a it was a terrible as a child if you were by fire you could actually role play being a lanyard but everything now is looking back at the 80s and thinking that the 80s was a halcyon days a wonderful period of time where the 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 world was glowering in fucking mullets and perms and Police Academy yes everything is now a remake of are we getting a new Police Academy film we're getting a new Police Academy series call us Steve call us Steve everything we do now is a remake of something that happened I don't want to go through the 90s again no no we're not going to go back through the 90s again the way we're going at the moment in time we're going to go back to the 70s Okay, yeah, fair enough. Then well, probably back count. to the 50s. Yeah. Because, you know, rationing was still a thing, and that's yeah. definitely on the cards coming up. Yeah. I mean, we had trouble getting avocado just Yes. I wanted an avocado and bacon smash. There was no avocados. How many avocados did you end up buying from Tesco's when we were there? Well, they had some. Uh, we went to another shop. Um, we'll say, because there are other shops available than just Tesco's. I went to a German supermarket... Uh, that rhymes with fiddle and um, there was none so we went to Tesco's a garage actually and they had eight avocados and I thought well if I couldn't get any at little fuck the next person I'm going to buy all the avocados and I bought them all and I ate one like an apple okay but this this is my this is my point very slimy it was very slimy I couldn't believe you sat there and ate no on the way out it it just slid uh, it was it was not nice to clean up and it was not nice watching you sat there. It's a white wall as well, I'm so sorry. You just looked like you had snot everywhere. I sneezed out my butthole. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, carry on, you were making an actual valid point before I talked about that. So it's it's funny how every generation that comes along yeah. has their thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? The Gen X's had their malaise, their angst, their cyberpunk and their grunge. Got a lot of this. Okay. The baby boomers had their um the hippie movement, the yuppie movement, the wars of Vietnam, Korea, the Cold War. Yeah. Then along came the new generation, which I like to call the remake generation. Which is us. Yes. 
Well, not us. I mean, we we, we very much belong to the Gen X. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Gen X. Yeah. That sounds like a condition. But the remake generation, they're not happy with anything. Life is too boring. Nothing moves as fast as they want it to. They don't have jetpacks or rocket cars flying around. There are no hoverboards. Robots don't care for every whim and pleasure. So instead, they look at what the generation before had, and they want to improve it, rejig it, enhance it, and remake it. Wow. Woo! So basically, you just rewrite it. These kids are fucking obsessed with remaking everything. Whether it was good, like the Turtles. Uh, the Turtles have been remade several times, and it was very good. Transformers. Transformers just goes from strength to strength. Do you know, my, my parents, in 80-something, it would have been 85... I got Optimus Prime. I still have it in you the box. You did. I remember that. Still in the box. Um, I mean, he's missing a fist, but I can. You can get a fist on. The Where's internet. the fist? You can get a fist on the internet. Where's the fist, Phil? I don't know. Where's the fist? You say that right. This, I digress. But what was I right? I had. I'm not too proud to admit a colonic a few years ago. And if you've had them, if you've never had them, warm water is um, flushed into your anus, and then it flushes things out. Now, I asked, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever seen flushed out? And as I was asking that, Luke Skywalker's head went past the plastic <laughs> pipe. And it must have been at some point in my childhood, I had swallowed Luke Skywalker's head. And it had sat in my gut for years. The horrors. The horrors that man must have seen. And as he was about to answer, we heard this little rattle, and Luke Skywalker went, Oh, thank you! <laughs> you never told me this story. <laughs> it just came back to me then. What was I saying before we got oh, that? Right, the other things that have been remade. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, anyway, my parents bought me an Optimus Prime. It took them three hours to get it to figure out how to transform. Um, I love my parents, but they hadn't figured it out. And I took it out of the box, and within 30 seconds, including the... <laughs> That was my sound effect at it working. But yeah, Transformers have gone from strength to strength. Um, there has been lots. I mean, Pokemon, if, whether you love it or hate it, I'm not a big fan myself. I have children, it costs a fortune. It's, it's just not going away. I have a girlfriend and she's quite partial you have to a it. Girlfriend. Is that who she's in the basement? Yes. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I mean, it just goes on and on. But remakes, there has been a lot of horrendous remakes. Friday the 13th. Right, like. The Turtles, the Transformers, Point Break! They didn't remake that. Why would you remake one of the greatest films of the 90s? Who? Who remade? When was that? It remade? was remade, it's awful. Um, Lost was... in Space. Yeah, Lost in Space was a travesty. Uh, Lemony fucking Snicket. Uh, uh, this, this Netflix series wasn't awful though. No, but... Patrick Warburton, that, that man always looks like he's about to take a shit. But the idea is that you just can't, you can't just leave I mean, it's not even away. 10, 15 years. Exactly! Yeah. Exactly! Uh, yeah, I mean, ha they're even talking about rebooting Harry Potter now. This is the thing, we had it, they want it, but bigger, bolder, faster, more now. Voldemort will be, f will be woke. They want it faster and shoutier and more abrasive. I feel like we're excluding, but I, 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 uh, but a good part of, but I understand what you mean, yeah, we, but this is... Yeah, we, we don't want remakes. We need we need to crack on with life now. Let's go back. Can we go, go back to... Can we go push a red button and go back to 2023? I don't want to be stuck in the 80s. Yeah, we can hear that. Yeah. We get through the 90s. That's when I start getting hair in funny places and felt the need to write poetry, so... This remake culture that we're living in, 
want to remake everything. Yeah. Okay, we had the Transformers as a cartoon with some of the real emotional clout, and they're remaking it five times with no story, eardrum rupturing sound effects, visuals that feel like I'm in a oh, Michael Bay. Fucking eyes. Michael Bay though. These fuckers will make anything, and it's just popular culture. No, not just popular culture. Do you know what they're trying to bring back now? What? The Cold War. They are, they are trying to bring back the Cold War. Back, you know, in the 80s, Star Wars was a film, but also a very real threat. And the Cold War, the Iron Curtain dropped, we got rid of that brick wall, I've got a piece. I said so, some German guy sold it to me and said it was part of the Berlin Wall. It was only 400 quid. Three things that they're trying to bring back that I think they should just leave they well bring back enough alone. Yeah. Okay. Remember when Ed Begley Jr. was laughed out of the room because he drove an electric car? But they're, they're good, though. Okay. Remember when we had that little thing called the space race? Yeah. What are we living through now? Uh, Richard Branson going to space. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Millionaires, billionaires, and... Trying to get to space. You say that, I don't think it's that impressive because I watched the documentary... And a bloke from Yorkshire and his dog got to the moon with a rocket they built themselves. So Jeff Bezos getting there first. Fuck off. That, they got there first. It wasn't um, It was. It was remember, remember that time when you said that you watched that um, that that historical documentary, and um, you asked me how many people died at the Battle of Hogwarts, and I told oh. you that that wasn't a documentary. I saw it. Fuck you. I saw it. Okay. Dumbledore did not die for our sins, Phil. No, he didn't. No. Okay. It's own avarice. <laughs> and he picked up that ring. I told you, you shouldn't play with rings. It's dangerous. You shouldn't touch it. Dumbledore, no. This is like that time you asked his... Um, uh, and then he asked Snape to kill him! <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. Spoiler! Spoiler! Yeah, spoiler. Anyway. So Boris Johnson. Oh, fuck, are we talking about that cunt again? You said... <laughs> The C word. <laughs> We've we went, gone there. We went there. Oh my! But he is. He is absolutely cunt. Um, I said it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, 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 oh dear lord! This, this, this podcast is going to be quite angry and shouty. And just so you know where we stand, we're on the left of everything, uh, except when we're still on the right of it. In which case, we're still on the left. Yeah. Um, and that's not us trying to be contrary, that's just us being, um, well, liberals. Yeah. I am a liberal. I am. I'm as liberal with my politics as I am with my kisses. Hello there, my name's Andy and I'm a liberal. I'm proud. I'm proud to be liberal. I, I, I have to say, though, I, 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 I get labelled woke. I hate that term. Oh. Um, I, I believe my, the politics I believe... Um, but there is a lot of hatred going around at the moment. I hate the Tories. I hate this. I don't hate people. I hate what is happening. Um, I don't. I don't hate the voters. I. I don't hate the players. Hate the game, and it is a game at the moment that people are choosing to play. It is a. I, I think respect and having said that, Boris Johnson is a prick, but. Um, there's much more to be said in political and peaceful discourse, but we're just not getting there, and I don't think we ever will anymore. 
I think when you sacrifice at the altar of common sense, yeah. the dignities of being quiet and uh, respectful and also um, collaborative with your adversaries and opposition yeah. um, for the betterment of man and society as a whole you uh, you start dipping your toe into um, into the into the shallow waters of fascism yeah and I think what we are doing now is we are trying to pull people who are knee-deep wading in the pond of fascism yeah um, and they are telling us the water is lovely and we should come on in. Yeah. Uh, not paying attention to the piranhas that are biting their toes. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the sheer fact that Gary Lineker made one tweet that was factually correct in no time, at no point did he call uh, Suella Braverman a Nazi, a fascist. All he alluded to was the fact that the language that was being used was similar to the language that was used in Germany in 1930. And that was factually correct. It brought down the sport industry for the BBC and everyone else, because everyone else came out in solidarity, brought it all down with one tweet. Because that man challenged challenge what was essentially a fascist concept. Yeah, but he should have just stayed to football. I mean, he does amazing, Chris. He should have just stayed back on football. If you just, like, paid attention to football because and not stepped out yeah. of his lane, if you just paid attention to the thing that he gets paid for, right? Yeah. He's just a footballer, right? He's just a footballer. What does he know about politics? He should just stick to what he gets paid for, shouldn't he? Which is ironic, because you've got utter clefts like Reese Mogg, 30p Lee, and... Um, What's that one that's? Oh, I don't have anything bad shit against Jacob Rusmore, right? That bloke wears a hat like no bloody ever seen in my life. He's a bloody hero. Looks like he's as straight as a pencil. He wears a top hat like no other bloke in the way. He's the salt of the bloody earth. What thirty p Lee? No bloody Rusmog. Oh, Rusmog. Bloody, he was his bloody hat. Rusmog is what happens when time travel happens in the Victorian period, and a villain is brought from a Dickensian novel. But they were. My point is, they were complaining about the fact that he's a TV. Broadcaster, he should not be dipping his foot into politics when a good four or five politicians are already on GB. And I don't use this word because I don't believe it, news. It's not a news channel. Um, it's a it's a oh, toy, diet fox. Diet fox. Yeah, it's a party political broadcast paid for. Um, and you've got Nadine Doris, who's so dense that she can't even make it onto GB News. She has to go onto GB News's younger brother who comes to comes to you know comes to the table relatively late and is is nowhere near the same level. I think it's good that she finally detached herself from Boris Johnson's tits for two seconds. Oh so I don't want to imagine actually, Boris Johnson's tits. So she can actually give a statement to the press and do her job. I mean she's just not uh mentally oh, she's just intelligent I mean some of the she you can smell the Lambrini through the T V <laughs> with some of those interviews. <laughs> Shitting hell. I mean, all but you could, as she was moving around, you could hear the glass bottles of the drained vessels of alcohol and children's tears that she has imbibed before going on TV. This is the thing, right? You can actually put like proxies against the people that are in the Parliament at Westminster 
and the morons that sit to the right uh, in the House chamber in America. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Gullis and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene are literally separated by little more than, than a couple of baboon genes. Jonathan Gullis, man, can you imagine? He just looks like... Oh, he just looks like... A distended texicle. A texicle? Yeah. A testicle. That's the one. Can you... I mean, if that's his normal face, can you imagine his orgasm face? He just looks like he's angry at breathing. He looks just, like... He looks like... The well, that's, that's, that's better than Nadine Doris, who constantly has to remind herself to breathe in and out, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, she ran the very reals of being the first politician to die from forgetting to breathe in the House of Commons. I don't know, this is my impression of Dor- uh, Nadine Doris. Okay, I'm just going to give you this, quickly. This is... Uh, Put your clothes back on, Android. I don't find... This is the, uh, this is the uh, defib machine. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to pass you the defib machine. It. Okay, this is my impression of Nadine Doris. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, Boris, 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 Boris. I mean, oh. the problem is we've got this cult of celebrity and oh. they have suckled at the... Oh, sorry. Don't... They have, oh, Boris, at, Boris, 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 Boris. they have suckled at the teat of Boris Johnson for how how long was he in power? Two and a half, three years? How long was he in power? Well, yeah, well, let's use it. Let's, let's talk about it the way it is. A totalitarian pack of pricks that... But, David, David Cameron, he may have had sex with a pig's head. No, 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 he didn't. He put his flaccid penis All right. in the pig's mouth. He had. To, he was that much of a Tory, he had to thumb a softie in. <laughs> Let's not, let's not, let's not, he didn't have sex with a pig. He was so unable to get an erection, he had to thumb a softie. No wonder the pig looked disappointed. Do you think that's the only reason why, why he lost his child in that, um, in that decoration? Oh, yes. the, one, the one he left in the, the one he left in the pub. I wonder where you were going. The one he left in the pub. Oh, you absolute shit. The one shit. he left in the pub. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the reason that he left him in the pub and forgot about him is because... He, he's never actually had an erection that's maintained itself during the course of his entire life. <laughs> the bit of weed just came out. That all of his children are just, like, momentary, like, dribbles. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, right, let's, let's put this a timeline of, okay. of Brexit and everything up to now. David Cameron goes, uh, we should get out of here. And I'm going to give you the choice. Whatever you say will happen. I'm for staying. All right. I'm pro. I'm pro remain. But however, the public shall speak. We will do this because we've got nothing else to do. We, it's going to go bloody well as well. I tell we you. had to vote, and he goes, "Oh fuck," and leaves. <laughs> right. Hold on. You do. You do. You do. Jane. Uh, you do. David. I'll do Boris. Okay? Yeah. So he goes, I mean, this was, this, Boris Johnson, they let man drive, he let man drive a digger. That man doesn't even know how many children he's got. No, but he bloody well loves the inside of fridges. Loves them. I just wish they'd go inside the fridge and someone goes, get a padlock, quick. Never met the inside of a fridge. Get a padlock and lock that fridge. That would have saved us fuckload of heartache lock that fridge and just ignore the banging he wants to stay in there but they let that man die, drive a digger through a wall Boris Johnson is a prime example of remake culture if ever there was an allegory of someone just driving roughshod over people that was Boris Johnson driving over polystyrene bricks 
and still almost managing to fucking crack the thing. It's like Boris Johnson read Jeffrey Archer's autobiography Ooh, and then sorry. decided, I know, I'm going to be Archer part two and do everything that he did, but yeah. get away with it. He is, he is literally playing the, the, the yeah. Jeffrey Archer playbook to the... Right down to the fact of admitting his own yeah. crimes yeah. to the politicians that are investigating his crimes yeah. and then saying he never actually spoke to the politician nor said the thing that he said, even though it's on record, because I can just go and hide in this fridge and yeah. pretend nothing happened. Get a padlock. So we had David Cameron. He goes, oh, fucks off. Yes. Then we have Theresa May. Now, she wasn't the most enigmatic Prime Minister, but I feel sorry for her because she had more balls than anyone else to take up a chalice and stick with a job. Despite being a Remainer, she was going to try and get Brexit done. She didn't. No, but it was admirable that she actually gave it a go, that, considering that she was in power, yeah. and considering the fact that we didn't have any alternative at the time. Yeah. I'm not sticking up for her, because no, she's not. come up with some absolutely god-awful policies but as actually, secretary. She showed some. she showed more backbone than a lot of the guys that... Anyway, she, she a- didn't. And has shown a lot more backbone than any other Tory... Still does. Since. Still does. You have to give credit where credit is due, and it is very, very small amounts of credit, but it is credit but it nonetheless. Is because she, she, she believed in Remain, but the people had spoken and she was going to rep- um, you know, recognise the democratic process and was going to do her very best. She didn't. And actually, her, her goodbye speech... Wasn't, um, wasn't a politician clinging to power. That was, was a, a politician that genuinely thought that she was going to be able to do something better. Yeah. And was heartily upset by the fact that she had been ousted by the people that she put her trust in. Yeah, and, and hadn't achieved what she was hoping to achieve. Yeah. And then we get the cleft that is Boris Johnson, a man who has had sex with that many different people, he genuinely doesn't know how many children Well, as Frankie Boyle says, every single time he's left a relationship, it's because he's fucked another woman and got them pregnant. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just... He has lied... He has cheated. I mean, you can check. I mean, I would recommend anyone to watch the, the documentary made by Led by Donkeys mm-hmm. about the life and grime of Boris Johnson because everything in there is fact-checked and in the public domain, and it is horrendous. That man had a, a journalist disagree with him that much when he was another journalist. He paid someone to beat him up. And there was a phone conversation. Him and Darius Guppy. Um, I mean, to be fair, he was he he was uh, he was telling Darius Guppy a a a actual criminal who has spent time behind bars for breaking all sorts of different laws, but who asked Boris Johnson for the details of another journalist so that he could go round and I'm not going to permanently hurt him. Yeah, I don't I don't want him to be in hospital. I just want him to every time he sees the hammer, shit himself. <laughs> Just, uh, you can't make this shit I'm, up. I'm, I'm not alleging that Boris Johnson was going to use a hammer on him, because Boris Johnson wasn't brave enough to do it Boris himself. Johnson couldn't lift a hammer. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what he calls his penis, Monia. You, yeah. you, need, you need a spine to be able to lift something like that. I mean, he is, he is, yeah, he's just what happens when people don't keep a, uh, an impetuous child in check. He's what happens when cousins fuck. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's just... He rode, he just did what he wanted. Rode roughshod across the ethics and people and everyone. He just did whatever the hell he wanted. He treated the politic, the political world and the UK like his own sweet shop. Alright, who was the first Prime Minister that you can remember? 
that I can oh, I actually remember. Yes. Uh, Maggie Thatcher. Of course it was Maggie Thatcher. Yeah. We, we were born in the... Uh, um, was, uh, yes, we were a child of the 70s. Just. We were born in the, the, the eye of the hurricane that was Thatcherism. Yeah. We, when, we were, when we were born back in the, um, in the days of 79, yeah. there were already strikes. There yeah, were, I mean... There were um, turmoil across the whole of the UK. There were... There were uh, just horrendous. Strikes across multiple industries. Uh, bins weren't being picked up. The Falkland War was was slowly percolating on the uh, horizon. Ladies and gentlemen, we've sunk her. It was it was um, it wasn't a great time, but she was popular because she stuck by her guns and actually did her job. And and the difference with Maggie and Boris is, she didn't get it right at all, but she did it because she thought she was doing the right thing. Unpopular decisions, yeah, made by a popular leader of her party, yeah. And, and okay. the world. In a country that at the time pretty much whole scale didn't agree with what she was doing or agree with her. Yeah. Yet when it came to an election, she came back into power with the biggest majority that we've seen yeah. in our lifetime before Boris Johnson came back with the eighty seat majority. I don't want to think of Boris Johnson came in the same sense. That's absolutely yeah. fine. You you are going to not think that. <sighs> Okay, so Maggie, jo- Maggie, Maggie, uh, Maggie Johnson, Maggie Thatcher. Maggie, um, Maggie jo- oh, that's a frightening thought. Anyway. Loses power because she made some pretty... Uh, poorly thought out choices. Poorly thought out choices that at the time were actually minuscule compared to where we are now. Yeah. Like, if those mistakes were made now, Boris Johnson in a, in a, in a month of Sundays would never have left power. No. But at the time, because there were certain rules and ethics and there were certain civilities that everyone adhered to, yeah. she lost power and was replaced by John Major. Now, let's face it, in any way you cut it, at the time that he was in power, he was an abject failure. Boris? No, John. Johnny John Major. John, John Major. John Major, yeah, I mean... Good old Maggie Ma- Mage. However, it turns out, Mr Major, not so wrong now, is he? No! Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that? Who'd have thought? I mean, he's a bit of a powerhouse now. He's absolutely a powerhouse in the uh, old school conservative. Party. He's a proper politician. Uh, politics is a se- he believes that politics is a serious business that should not be taken lightly. Replaced by Tony Blair. Yeah. The second coming of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest Tory Labour Party oh. leader there ever was. I mean, say what you like about. Tony Blair, and you can because he's not a member of Parliament now, really. Um, the longest seven prime minister we've had. Yeah, he has. He, um, I mean, he lied. Did he overtake Maggie? I, I, if he didn't, it wasn't far off. Yeah, but I think he did. Three terms in power. Yeah. Um, brought us into a, an, era, an era of relative prosperity. Well, the, I mean, the nineties may have been a horror period for some people, but when you look back on it through the lens of history. It was actually a period of time Pretty when good. Britain yeah. really was thriving. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. You, know, you know, we we may have certain things nowadays that we didn't have then, like uh, success in sports to a to a, a more or less yeah. you know yeah. um, better degree than what we had back in the nineties. Yeah, Italian ninety. And... We you know we were good and stuff, but we weren't where we are now, where we've actually got real superstars yeah. in like yeah. multiple sports worlds, and we are looked at as being like. The yeah. someone to contend with. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 may not have um, go lionesses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We may not have ruled the roost in terms of like Hollywood and uh, entertainment industry, but now we we certainly have like the 
thrust that started in the 90s has continued to a point where mm. now we're actually enjoying the crest of the wave. Yeah, and, yeah. And Hollywood... The British film industry is... It's booming. Immense. Well, and that started Hollywood blockbusters being filmed in this country now. And that started from the 90s, yeah. back, in yeah, the, yeah. back in the days of Cool Britannia. Yeah. Tony Blair, for all of his warmongering and... Lying. Um, and I think, to a certain degree, you can, you can forgive him uh, a degree of those... Um, yeah. uh, idiotic choices that he made because he thought he was genuinely being the best wingman he could be in terms of a country mm. for a unpopular decision he has made some very 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 terrible mistakes yeah but when you weigh that on the scales of the things that he did right you you do find a certain amount of balance yeah you can't really say that he's he's guilty of being like terrible because of iraq when he did so much to actually improve the state of things in yeah. the country. Yeah. To be replaced by Gordon Brown. He was actually not awful. Tony Blair without the personality. I mean, he looked like a Shrek in a suit. It's he, what happens if Shrek was pink and shaved. He tried. But he did, and he tried, and actually not an awful politician, not an awful prime minister. Not a single one of the decisions but he I, made. I, th I think he was the last... Prime Minister before this cult of celebrity really kicked in, because then you had Cameron pickpocket. He was um, the sorry, last. I'm a softian. He was the last Prime Minister that actually did the office without any thought of personal gain. Yeah, he was well, a selfless. On the set, I mean, we don't we we can't say what from we, the outside. From the outside, we we, we obviously we, on we're comment that we can't say what happened behind closed doors. I've listened to quite a few interviews of him yeah. since. He seems um, like a decent... I, I feel like he was a public servant who did a public servant's job. Yeah. Unpopular in that role. Yeah. But only thought of the people and didn't look at the the office as a way to gain for himself. I certainly can't well, think I, of any advantages, advantages that he's... He's gained from being prime minister. No, he hasn't. And, and I think you've hit the nail on the head with the term public servant. From Cameron onwards, they stopped being public servants. No, they were, they were lobbyists. They were celebrities. Celebrity lobbyists. Yeah, um, who had this fake smile, um, you know, apart from Liz Truss, who I think she was so heavily medicated 99% of the time she couldn't smile. But, um, I forgot that Liz Truss was our Prime Minister. There you go. How the fuck did that Liz happen? Truss spent more time as Prime Minister in a period of mourning, because, uh, uh, you know, the, the sad death of, of Queen Elizabeth. Um, again, not a royalist, but I respect that woman's commitment to her country and her desire to do right by the country. She spent more time with Parliament closed than she did open. Was it 43 days? I mean, I... 43, 46 days she was in power for? I mean, people have been in comas longer than that, which woke up and were like, missed the whole of Liz Truss's... I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we live in a period where... If there's a serious accident, then they need to check how you are neurologically. Who's Prime Minister? You can go honestly say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who is it? Has it changed? Is it still the lettuce? No, it's not. Have another guess. Oh, fuck, oh, it's not Boris. No, it's not Boris. Go on, keep going, try. And it's mental. My youngest child is, you know, under, under eight years old. She has seen more Prime Ministers in the last year of her life than I did in the first 20 my of my life. nephew is going to be two years old 
on the uh, 10th of April. And in his two years... <laughs> How many Prime Ministers has he seen? There's been more cabinet shuffles. I've had bowel movements that have lasted longer than some of those cabinets. <laughs> oh. and, the, and then you get, you know, dipshit and dumb shit tunking the economy because they thought it would be a good idea and all they did was roll some dice and that's what D&D dice told them to do. I firmly believe they were just picking policies out of a hat and thinking, that one looks fun. Oh, Nadine, how's the horses? Lovely and warm, thank you, because the taxpayers are paying for it. I come from um, Stratford-upon-Avon, and Nadine Zahawi uh, was, uh, well, it's been the MP the entire time I've lived there. Um, I now live, I now live in, in Leicester, and my MP yeah. is Liz Kendall. Um, and I never see Liz Kendall in the news. I never see Liz Kendall... But do you see um, her in her constituency? Yes, yeah. yeah. I, she's, she, she holds surgeries all the time. And in fact, I live near her surgery, um, probably less than 500 yards from it. Yeah. Um, so it's... it's, it's it, she, she holds the surgery. She, she stands up for her constituent. She's always available and answers her emails. Yeah, she's I mean, very much a kind of shadowy figure that I don't need to worry about or think about anymore she's than doing the her that. job. If I was to ever write to my MP, I know I'm going to get a response because I've, that's I have what she, That's what she's getting £80,000 a year to do. Nadim Zahawi ran Stratford like a mob boss ran Chicago. He was there only for political gain, only for personal gain, and only to try and milk every single ounce out of the role and the position that he could at the expense of actually doing his job. Yeah. During the fox uh, hunting debate, several of my friends wrote letters to him um, and emails asking for him to uh, please explain his stance when he voted for the reinstatement of fox hunting. Yeah. Um, when they emailed him, they were met back with an email that said that they had been, uh, their emails had been blocked and they were no longer able to email him because their own politician. The questions that they were asking. Um, he never responded back to any of them. It was an auto response that said that because of the nature of the question they were asking, they were now blocked and could not ask any further so questions. So hang on, they were, they were asking respectfully, they were just literally asking their own MP why Can he... Can you please explain to us why you... Why you voted the way you yes, voted in. Yeah. And they, they were blocked from um, emailing again. So they had to start brand new email accounts so they could go in and actually ask emails of their MP. I mean, he, this is a man that is so thick in his short time tanked the economy of, the, of Britain he, to a point where it was ki almost killing people. He, uh, just honestly, one of the most vacuous waste of energy, time, space. I mean, you, can, you could see him in Parliament and you, can, you knew full well in his head all you could hear is because there was nothing going on, just lift music. This, this, there's a lot to be said that the SNP are a bunch of crooked. Um, uh, let, what, what, let's not let's not call let's not beat around the bush, right? Let's no. let's, let's just call a spade a spade. The SNP are not full of <laughs> um, of self-promoting, self-aggrandizing. Uh, celebrities, yeah. very much like the Nicholas Sturgeons of yeah. the world. Yeah. However, there are some people in that party. Um, Humza Ali, 
who who's obviously now just been elected as the the new leader mm-hmm. of the. SMB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm, think, I'm I'm excited to see what he does with it. I'm very excited to see, it. and I, I I really like the way um, he talks. I like the way that he engages, and I like the way that he seems to have a vision of how they want to push forward in the future, removing itself from the kind of stigma of where they are now. Yeah. And then you've got rock stars who. If you called them a rock star to their face, they would probably beat you to death with a chair leg, yeah. like Mary Black, mm. who are out and out political powerhouses for the people, by the people, and of yeah. the people. Yeah. And if they were in charge of that party, which they're never going to be because the party will never let them be, they could revolutionise yeah. the way that this country is run. Yeah. And there are people on the back benches um, in the Labour Party. And, and, and actually the Conservative, and the Conservative party. party who are old school Conservatives who have Conservative values yeah. that could take over the party and revolutionise this country yeah. and lead it into hitherto unknown realms of prosperity but that is never going to happen because that would require you to relinquish yeah. the things that make you powerful and you rich yeah. and you selfishly a uh, a barrier for growth and expansion. Yeah. And these people don't want growth and expansion. They want isolationism. And profit. And profit. Yeah. They want to just keep raking in everything they can get for themselves at the expense of all of us. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't I mean, believe I just gone that. Way. I have to say there there are some very good conservative politicians. That I'm just going to have a quick swig of this tequila. Who are in it because they that they believe they are doing the very best for their constituents, and genuinely want to affect positive change, and that's across all political parties. There are some good ones, and there are some less than good ones. Even in the Labour Party, I mean, I personally that this horrendous, horrendous poster that's been doing the rounds from the Labour Party about Rishi Sunak not wanting to um, uh, jail sex offenders. Horrendous, really poorly thought through, just very bad. I mean, I don't know, I don't personally know if Keir Starmer has any oversight of those or they're just something that's produced. Whoever wants, whoever produced that poster needs to go because that was awful. Because of course Rishi Sunak wants to see people brought to justice. Of course he doesn't want um, children's lives to be absolutely destroyed by sexual abuse. That's horrendous. You know, so there are some utter shits in every party, and the Labour Party are not blame free in this. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll come to those eventually because I think as as the general election looms, and we all hope it will, they're going to start to come out. The nastiness, the nasty politics that I just cannot get on board with. Um, I mean, the the latest one in the Tory party. I know we talk about the Tory party, but we're on it at the minute. Is uh, the MP for Blackpool, um, oh. Scott Benton. Um, you know, not two weeks since some of his colleagues, Matt Hancock, I'm looking at you, got caught out in a led by donkeys sting trying to get you into break parliamentary rules. You are approached by someone doing exactly the same thing. And what do you do? You allow yourself to get filmed, say, yeah, fuck it. The, the led by donkeys campaign is very interesting because I, I appreciate what they're trying to do. I would have liked to have seen them... Um, maybe go a bit broader and not um, isolate themselves just to the point of the yeah, yeah. it would have been nice if they could have actually gone Labour Liberal Democrats Green Party and like pushed it a bit more to I, well I think they did I, I, from what we obviously we only saw a very small cross section but the Labour and the Lib Dems were approached but wouldn't even respond 
they didn't respond. What? Didn't even entertain it. Fair enough. I, I retract my yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. There were some, but I don't know. Um, they um, there were more Tories. There was ten Tories, three Labour, and two Lib Dems. None of the Labour or the Lib Dems, according to the report, even responded. So only the Tories were the ones which actually... Actually responded at all. Okay. In any way, a lot of them responded in the negative, no, this is not something I'm interested in or want to be a part of, or can, or can be a part of. So we had the we had the leader of the uh, 1920... Graham, who, 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 once that video dropped, deleted his Twitter account. He didn't even... De- it, it's gone. Matt Hancock? Yeah, Matt I Hancock mean, and Zahawi. I am absolutely... What are you worth? I'm, Fifteen grand a day. I'm beside myself that Han- Matt Hancock would ever allow himself to debase his own beliefs that way. He is a paramour <laughs> of political virtue. That man, that man is unimpeachable. Two words, kangaroo dick. <laughs> That's not my, not my term for him. He ate a kangaroo dick in the jungle. That man is a oh, fucking cleft. You're talking about my best mate, Hancock. We, that we've just had another voice you may be hearing that um, uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is Andy's girlfriend who is just yeah talking about her boyfriend she has sexy squishy thoughts about Matt Hancock Wait, you, 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 you're in a relationship with Matt Hancock only a sexual one. Oh, yeah. fair enough <laughs> only um, in my mind um, and, and, and as are we all I can only man, you know just hung like a donkey Rather than be led by one. Because let's be honest, he wasn't shocked at the size of that kangaroo penis. No, it's definitely like he's eaten it before. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm not that we're alleging in any way, shape, or form <laughs> that he's engaged in that kind of behaviour. And um, we're not going to edit it out because we've said we won't edit, but we're not alleging that Matt Hancock has ever. Or, I am. Or, I am. I bet he's chugged down several of them. Did I you bet, see the way he groped that woman's ass? I bet that man <laughs> has been knee deep in Clydesdale before. You're going to prison. I bet that man is fond of the of several shire horses. They will throw me around like a ragdoll. I'm too pretty. Don't send me to prison. No, I'll take the punch. I don't mind. Three meals, three times a day. No rent. Get to use the gym. Free education. Who's Free gym? Education. Why would you want to use him? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's the end of the episode. Yeah, we need to we need to wrap it up before Matt Hancock comes knocking at our door and tries to put kangaroo penis near us. Um, anyway, I think one thing we've established is that Matt I, Hancock has definitely sucked up a shire horse. <laughs> I think that's what I think, we've established. I think what we can honestly say is a a small percentage, possibly a larger percentage of Tories are pricks. There are also pricks in the Labour Party. Whoever does your public image and your public relations wants to be shot after okay. a poster. I'd like to retract know. my comment about the fact that he probably has and go to a level where I can say that Matt Hancock is allegedly, from people that have spoken to me privately and from some of the emails that we received, has allegedly once fellated a Shire horse. Allegedly, okay? I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying he didn't. I mean, However, the evidence <laughs> is there... And if you can provide the evidence to us in a more tangible format, Matt, we know you then we'll share it with you. But right now, I have to say, allegedly, he has gone bollock deep on a Shire horse. Anyway, right, so what, we, what we've what we established today is that... Matt, Matt Hancock, Hancock loves horse cock! May, okay. may or may not like equine penis, and David Cameron had to thumb a softie into that pig's mouth. That is definitely a fact. That is a fact. It's, it's written flaccid. down. It's written down. He admitted it. Yeah. He has put his flaccid penis... In a pig's mouth. Yeah. Um, and Boris Johnson is a cleft. <laughs> um, 
So I think I think that's probably a good way. Thank you for listening to our mildly cretinous. Thank you for listening to our incredibly balanced. There's nothing. There has been nothing. <laughs> nothing balanced. You opened this saying you would like to wear Nigel Farage as a skin suit. I did. I did tonight. Like some kind of weird, wrinkly, cigarette-smoking gimp suit. Oh. So, anyway, thank you for listening if you've made it this far. If not, fuck you. Um, and I hope you hear us next time. Um, oh, oh, oh. Mum, you must be so proud. <laughs> Your boy's coming home. We out.